Welcome to Money Concepts Radio, a financial series brought to you by KDCR and Money Concepts, the planning firm in Sioux Center. The following is not to be construed as tax or legal advice. Welcome back to Money Concepts Radio. I'm your host, Tom DeYoung, financial planner and president of Money Concepts, the planning firm in Sioux Center. And today is part 10 of our series on the SECURE Act. Last time we discussed a new use for retirement accounts, QBOADs or Qualified Birth or Adoption Distributions to help with those new birth or adoption related expenses. Today we're discussing new uses for 529 college savings plans. The first new use for these plans under the SECURE Act is to help pay off student loan debt. Yes, that's right. 529 accounts can now be used to make up to $10,000 of student loan payments, both principal and interest. That $10,000 limit is per student per lifetime. Even with that limit, it makes the 529 plan much more flexible than under the previous rules where the funds had to be distributed in the year the tuition or other qualified education expense was paid. Will you get to keep your state income tax deduction that you received when you made a contribution to the plan? It depends on your state. The good news for Iowans is that even though it took a little while to do so, they finally coupled or aligned with the Federal Secure Act legislation this summer. That means that not only are student loan payments a qualified expense under federal law, but also under state law. You will not have to pay back the state income tax deduction for your contribution. This presents some planning opportunities, maybe especially for grandparents who want to help with a grandchild's college education. While in college, if a grandparent were to help with the expenses from a grandparent-owned 529 plan, the student would have to report that gift as student income, which really hurts on the free application for federal student aid or FAFSA. But delaying the gift from the 529 plan until the last year of college, when the final FAFSA has been submitted, or under the new rules, delaying until after graduation to help with student loan payments, should prevent any negative impact on the student aid applications. And parents could likewise keep the funds in the 529 plan for a longer period of time, allowing for potentially more tax deferred growth, and maybe even putting a stipulation on the funds that the student needs to actually graduate in order to receive the funds from mom or dad's 529 plan. Keep in mind that if the funds aren't used or needed for that child, the beneficiary of the account can be changed at any time to another child, even relatives outside of your immediate family. What about other possible uses for the 529 plans? I really like this next one, apprenticeship programs. These are typically offered by employers for on-the-job training as the student learns the skills necessary for a possible career in that field. The program needs to be registered with the Secretary of Labor, but once that's finished, 529 plans can be used to help pay for fees, books, supplies, equipment, and tools necessary for the apprenticeship. These programs, frequently offered in skilled trade industries, are so valuable, and the jobs that require these skills seem to be continually in high demand. These two new 529 plan uses are welcome developments to the higher education landscape. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time as we wrap up our series on the SECURE Act here on Money Concepts Radio. This has been Money Concepts Radio, a financial series brought to you by KDCR, 
and Money Concepts, the planning firm in Sioux Center. You can reach Money Concepts at 712-722-0278 or find us online at www.theplanningfirm.com. All securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC.